This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. A lot of eyes are on the Supreme Court these days, not for something they've done, but precisely for something it has yet to do. Specifically, the High Chamber, which sits as the Presidential Electoral Tribunal, has yet to release its findings on a recount of votes on the 2016 vice presidential race. Lenny Robredo was proclaimed the winner of that contest. Her rival, former Senator Bongbong Marcos, filed the protest. And in line with that, votes from three provinces, Iloilo, Negros Oriental, and Camarines Sur, were sampled for a recount. It has been three years, half a presidential and vice presidential term. And now, despite speculations and reports that the Electoral Tribunal already knows what happened in those three provinces, not a word from the justices convened as the PET. Why the holdup? That is the question, supposedly, from both the Robredo and Marcos camps. This week, the justices again deferred action on the VP poll protest. Supreme Court spokesman Brian Hosaka simply says the matter is, quote, still being deliberated by the members of the tribunal. But in the absence of a decision or any verifiable information, speculations, spin, and rumors are flying. The Robredo camp says, all the more reason for the Supreme Court to move to quell all uncertainty. Pero at this point kasi, ang tingin din namin, it's going to help not just the parties themselves, and by parties, hindi lang kami, but also yung party ng protestant, si uh, Maginoong Marcos, but also to help dispel and correct any of the misunderstandings regarding ito. Kasi hindi yung mayawasan eh. Ang tagal nang alam na mayroong report, ang tagal nang alam na mayroong draft decision, and, pero... Walang lumalabas na official decision, walang official action pa from PET, sunod-sunod na deferment. And in the meantime, if you open your social media feed, punong-puno ng mga conflicting reports, ano ba talaga yung bilang, ano ba talaga yung hindi. Adding to the anxiety on all sides, two justices are set to retire soon. And if the PET waits for President Duterte to appoint the replacements, what might that mean for the electoral protest process and the interests of either camp? Law professor and former Supreme Court spokesman Ted Te discusses the complications. If someone is appointed a justice, he's supposed to display independence. The more pessimistic view is that any person appointed by a particular president to the Supreme Court will carry the agenda of the president, and that's the reason why that person is being appointed. Because the PET proceedings particularly have been ongoing for some years, any new justices that come in will be expected to be able to follow. There are records, so they are expected to have a process that will allow them to follow the deliberations. The Chief Justice has said that they will vote on it next week. Although it must be 
emphasize that one of the justices who will be retiring is the chief justice. Of course, the other one is the second most senior. So on that possibility na, that there will be no vote on Tuesday, Chief Justice Bersamin will retire the week after Associate Justice Carpio will retire. And so by seniority, Justice Peralta takes over as acting Chief Justice, subject to the appointment of a new Chief Justice by the President. Then I'm not sure if the court will want to say the PET case will be resolved by an acting Chief Justice, although it really does not matter in terms of the votes. Whoever has the majority of the votes, if there is a quorum, that sits, then the decision is valid, even with an acting chief justice. October 10 was World Day Against the Death Penalty. In the Philippines, government is moving to reinstate capital punishment 13 years after it was abolished. President Duterte and his allies in Congress want executions carried out particularly on cases involving heinous crimes. Those opposed to capital punishment say the death penalty has been disproven as a crime deterrent worldwide, it goes against human rights, and tends to be anti-poor. At what was billed as a National Congress Against Death Penalty on Thursday, there was at least one unexpected voice, the family of a murder victim. Of course, it is difficult for us, the victims, you know, for healing and forgiving. But I think um, towards our offender, it was more difficult for him. Because after talking to him five years after the crime, now that he was back in his senses and back in his sanity, I realized and I learned that he was having a more difficult time coping up, realizing the crime or the evil that he has done towards us, and accepting that he has done it. That was the actress Cherry Pie Picache, whose own mother was killed by a drug-crazed house help. Picache says death as final solution removes the reality not only of continuing punishment, but also the possibility of retribution and healing. She's actually helped to organize a support group for the families of victims and those of offenders alike. Another ironic voice at the Anti-Death Penalty Congress, an officer of the police force. Quezon City Police District Legal Officer Attorney Jay Borromeo. While the national police leadership backs President Duterte's argument that capital punishment is a crime deterrent, Borromeo argues from the standpoint of rights. Are you not? in favor of the penalty. We should not repeat this anymore. The right to life is essential to human rights. That's why we lawyers, the lawyers who are with me today, teach the PNP to respect human rights. Lawyer Chel Jokno, chairperson of the Free Legal Assistance Group, says government's linking capital punishment to President Duterte's war on drugs is ironic, as the two topics are also bound by justice advocates' common criticism of both death penalty and the controversial deaths being blamed on the bloody anti-narcotics campaign. Both the EJ case and the death penalty are mirrors of each other. That the victims of the case have been the poor, and our experience with the death penalty in the 1990s is that it's also the poor who suffered from that kind of sentence. 
the fondness of our politicians for shortcuts really just shows how short-sighted they are. You want to solve the problem of crime, you want to solve the problem that we have of lack of accountability, impunity, corruption. There's no other solution except to strengthen the justice system. Now, this is not news. Traffic sa Metro Manila, as in traffic. Roads are bursting at their seams, mass transportation is sorely inadequate, and what's there in terms of everything from jeepneys to buses and rails are often breaking down. What did make news this week was this. Do you agree that there is a transportation crisis? Ano mang ibig nila sabihin ng transportation crisis? Ang nakikita ko lang traffic, hindi yung, hindi yung transportation. Mayroon transportation naman. Ah. Kakasakay naman tayo lahat. Kasi nga, nakakarating pa naman yung mga dapat makarating sa kanilang papuntahan. Kailan ang tanong? So, for you, eh, may solution naman doon. Eh. If you want to go arrive early in your destination, then you go there earlier. That was presidential spokesman Salvador Panelo at a recent press conference in Malacañang. Panelo said, don't call it a crisis until there is actual paralysis. Now, some may say that's a fair question. What is a crisis? In an upcoming episode of Usapang Econ coming out next week, economist JC Punungbayan and Mayen Vital discuss the arguments and measures for more objectively quantifying the impact of Metro Manila's immobility and defining what qualifies as a crisis. In terms of travel time, Metro Manila is third in Asia, second to Bangkok and Jakarta. Ayon nga sa isang survey, more than an hour ang tagal ng biyahe. And that's equivalent to 16 days per year na naaaksaya lang sa traffic. Pero ito siguro mayin yung pinaka-sikat na numero pagdating sa cost ng traffic sa Metro Manila. Noong 2017 ay binalita ng JICA or Japan International Cooperation Agency na yun daw traffic sa Manila ay nagkakahalaga ng 3.5 billion pesos kada araw. Ano yung kasama dito? Ang kasama dito ay yung explicit at yung opportunity cost ng traffic. Na yung opportunity cost ay kasama dito yung value ng anong gine-give up natin sa pagpili sa mga bagay-bagay. Kasama dito yung value na mga bagay na hindi natin nagagawa dahil na-stack tayo sa traffic. Yung value nun, yun ang kasama sa opportunity cost. At assuming mayen na ang isang milti ay 120 pesos. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Pwede ka naman libre ng milk tea sa lahat ng tao sa NCR, sa 
Calabar Zone tsaka sa Cordillera Administrative Region. In other words, malulunod tayong pare-pareha sa milk tea. <laughs> Araw-araw. That is, if you first don't die of something else. Like, well, traffic. Which, by the way, helped to drag the Philippines eight places down in the 2019 Global Competitiveness Report. From 56th place last year, the Philippines now ranks 64th, says the World Economic Forum. The Competitiveness Index measures 12 pillars of national economies, including infrastructure, public health, and the labor market. Every 40 seconds, somewhere in the world, there is a suicide. That is according to the World Health Organization, which is promoting World Mental Health Day this week. This year's focus, suicide prevention. Well, suicide is a taboo topic in many societies, and for current and past generations, it has quietly been the second leading cause of death among 15 to 29-year-olds worldwide. People of all age groups are vulnerable. And so the WHO wants to reduce the stigma related to suicide for people and societies and even governments and religious institutions to treat suicide not as in religious traditions, as a sin, but plainly as a disease. The Philippines pioneering and leading child psychiatrist Dr. Cornelio Banaag spoke at a recent episode with Puma podcast host Randy David about what people can do, to, particularly to reach out to youngsters with mental health burdens. Pag nagsimula na yung depression, you begin to see some sign. They still attend school, but they're quiet. They no longer talk much. They don't kid around with their friends. They do work, but their performance is failing. And if we don't Pay attention to the red flags. Dark mm-hmm. thoughts will seep in. Meron na mga suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. At tapos, nandun na yun, mga suicidal ideas and plans. But ang sinasabi ko lang madalas sa mga magulang, please pay special note of your sons and daughters and never be stingy in the expression of affection never and be thoughtfulness, stingy. Okay. you know, <laughs> just to be able to say, did you have a good day enough? And that makes a child feel good. If you or someone you know is dealing with depression, speak with someone you trust. There are also private and public hotlines you can call for help. Don't be shy or afraid and certainly do not feel guilty about how you feel. There are people ready to listen. And this year's Nobel Prize for Chemistry goes to... Three scientists without whom you might not be listening to this podcast or any other thing on your gadget. Japan's Akira Yoshino, Britain's Stanley Whittingham... And American John Goodenough literally powered the mobile phone revolution, among many other high-tech wonders, by helping invent lithium-ion batteries. Before they came along, batteries were large, inefficient, and difficult to recharge. Their work influenced the shape and power of everything from phones to green energy systems and from Tesla cars to cameras so small, cheap, and powerful They document everything from the depths of the ocean to every street you drive and every point of light in the visible universe. Today is also the International Day of the Girl. The United Nations, which takes the lead in the celebration, says 
As entrepreneurs, innovators, initiators of global movements, girls are leading and fostering a world that is relevant for them and future generations. The progress of the past 25 years has been remarkable, but girls around the world, especially those living in rural or humanitarian settings and those with disabilities, still need us to stand with them to achieve their full potential. End quote. Here at Puma Podcast, we also believe that investing in girls is investing in a better future and a better country. Here's a quote from 16-year-old Ella Fajardo, FIBA 3x3 Under-18 Asia Cup bronze medalist from our Go Hard Girls podcast. I do have two younger sisters, and seeing the inequality now makes me look into the future, and I just kind of think to myself that I don't want my sisters fighting for something like this. So we have to be advocates of our, of our own voices. We have to use our voice. We're women, we're powerful women, and we have to embrace our identities and just put ourselves out there. Listen to Go Hard Girls to hear Ella's full interview and be inspired by more girls like her. You are listening to artist and activist Carlos Celdran singing the Lord's Prayer in a church in Madrid where he had been living in exile since the start of 2019. He died this week. He was 46. He died in exile in Spain after the Supreme Court upheld his conviction over an archaic law against offending religious feelings. That case stemmed from a one-man and a one-word protest that Seldran staged against the Catholic Church's campaign to thwart the then-pending reproductive health bill. Seldran became famous for his performance art-slash-walking tour of Manila, but he became even more prominent and more notorious for his creative activism for social issues, human rights, and what he decried as the Philippines' deteriorating democracy under the Duterte administration. Seldran was so influential and so controversial that even as an outpouring of love and admiration was palpable on social media, equally palpable was the awkwardness among mainstream politicians he helped and or castigated or even demonized. What to make and what to say of this so-called Pied Piper of Manila who died so far from the city and country he fought for? But Manila Mayor Isco Moreno says one thing cannot be denied. More than anything else, Carlos is one of those Filipinos who really loves our country. But whatever he's doing in Manila is also kapakinabangan ng buong bansa. Because what he's telling everybody is our history. He's doing something na beneficial sa, sa lungsod. So if any new Carlos Eldran will rise, if him, her, will do the same, will help the city, of course will be highly appreciated. We leave you with a clip from a video by freelance journalist Marco Pajo, which has been making the rounds of social media this week. On his YouTube channel, Pajo calls it the last interview of Saldran in Madrid. I think of the Philippines every day, and if, and if I really could, and if I felt safe there as a human being, I would go back. But right now, I feel like my mind and my energies are better off spent elsewhere, where I can take care of myself and where I think I actually 
some of the things that I do will be appreciated. Um, so um, I hope to be home in the Philippines soon. I, I don't really know when, but all I know is that every day I think about that place. At yan po ang mga Puma Podcast na headlines this week. If you like what you hear, favor, please tell your friends. Yun lang po. Invite them to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also email us at pumapodcast at gmail.co. Let us know how we're doing, how we can improve, what you'd like to hear more of. We really would like to hear from you. You can be honest. Maraming salamat po. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>